0: My name is Mark Fikas, and this is the Ballpark Hunter Podcast, a weekly show that discusses topics at the ballpark from the game day experiences, stadium news, logo changes, and everything else that's brewing at the game. We cover it all from the baseball to the beer. invite you to stay tuned and hope you enjoy. Hello, this is Mark Fikas, regional correspondent. Of the website Stadium Journey. And welcome to the Ballpark Hunter Podcast. With me today is the GM of the North Platte Plainsman, Chuck Heeman. Chuck, welcome to the Thank show. How's everything you. going this offseason? You know, it's it's good. Um,
1: we, uh, we with North Platte, you know, specifically, uh, it's 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 a lot of fun. You know, my, I've been doing this a really long time, and and my wife and I uh, have been in the in the collegiate ball uh, arena. Uh, in a few situations, a couple as employees and then now as, as, um, as owners and then the minority owners in North Platte, uh, it's, it's a lot of fun. You know, it's a lot of work and it's a lot of stress, but if you love doing it, it it's fun. So in, in, the, in the situation of North Platte, you know, we just launched this thing, uh, gosh, about a month ago. You know, we, we started talking to the city of North Platte and the Legion there um, probably late October, early November and they were um, just amazingly receptive to this thing. A lot of times, you'll you'll kind of come into a town, a small town especially, and and they'll uh, they'll kind of look at, at you with some skepticism. You know, hey, you're coming in and and uh, and we don't know what this is. But they were they were familiar with what we've done in in Hastings and and in Gearing, uh, you know, in in our previous league, and so very receptive. So so you're kind of on an accelerated time frame. Like we're doing things now we should have been doing in September, October to prepare, but, but having the experience that we have and the ties that we have, it's, it's been a lot of fun. It just, it just is.
0: Yeah, definitely. Now, obviously you guys begin to play in late May, early June. Now the question I have, seven of the clubs have left the expedition league this off season to form the Correct. independence league,
1: including, including, including our two, my, Inclu- the two that
0: my wife and I own. Yep. Okay. So your club in North Platte, was that a direct result of the new league or were you planning on playing in this league previously? The expedition well,
1: league? the expedition league had had talks with North Platte over the years and okay. I wasn't involved in those. That was okay. uh, that was a higher level above me. So, you know, a lot of the, you know, this part of the country, there's not that many options, you know, of places to put a team. And, and, and I found this out. I'm, I'm part of the expansion committee for the Independence League. And And a a lot of these towns have one ballpark, and everybody plays there. So getting field time, Uh, Kearney, Nebraska, is a great example. Beautiful ballpark, great market. We just can't get in there. So over the years, the Expedition League has been to all these same places, trying to get something going. Laramie is another example. So I don't know if the Expedition League would have ever put a team in North Platte, but under the way that that our league is structured, it was it was better, uh, I guess, financially. Uh, for the city of North Platte uh, to to have us come in there. So um, I don't know that it was in the works specifically for the Expedition League, but once we formed the Independence League, where North Platte is and in the footprint and the market there um, and in the ballparks, a a, a beautiful place to play. So it really fitted for us.
0: It's one of the places we went after right away. Yeah, because I've talked to uh, some gentlemen uh, from other summer collegiate leagues and You know, Rapid City, I hear, is a has some great ballparks, but just you can't get a team in there because of the usage.
1: That's the situation. We because we need 30 to 35 dates. And you have to be, you know, the way we do things, you can't do one-offs. You can't come in like like a Legion team can get in their vans, go play a game and go home. We need to have two, three, four-game series. And it's really tough. Rapid City is a great example. Perfect market for us. Just can't get in there. And it feels
0: like no no leak can get in there. It's yeah. Uh,
1: Cheyenne's Cheyenne's another example. Beautiful. It's mm-hmm. perfect for our footprint. They have two really good fields, but there's no field space.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I actually it's funny. I went to Cheyenne about a good ten years ago to see. I want to say the Cheyenne Grizzlies were a summer collegiate team. Yeah. And yeah. I the, the ball the ball field they were using they actually pulled up uh, bleacher seats and stuck them. Next to the field, and the bleacher seats are on the parking lot. Oh it was wow! Just, it was just such an odd setup, and I, you know, I was a little bit younger back then. I'm thinking, what the heck did I get myself into here? But <laughs> uh, I was just amazed on what that looked like. Same with Fort Collins. You know, they were playing in a in a city park, but uh, I know exactly
1: because we were looking at Fort Collins, and mm-hmm. I went and looked at that ballpark. And you're right; it's in the middle of a park. There's no way to. There's no concessions. There's no, no. bathrooms. Uh, but it's a great market. The the legend yeah. complex is Legends Complex is going into Windsor uh, to tap into that market. But yeah, yeah, the the park that they play in, um, yeah, we we were. I mean, for our footprint, it'd be a great place to go. But yeah, you can't. There's no concessions, no bathrooms. No, no. it's not even fenced in. You couldn't even do tickets.
0: Yeah, that, that's that's something I I talk about with uh, a lot of folks uh, when they're looking to put ball teams out here in Indiana. We just yeah. don't have the ballparks. I mean, there there's yeah. some, but. You're right. You run into concessions, bathrooms. You'd have to do a whole, whole makeover. Um, yep. uh, Bill Bill Field, can you tell me what that place is like as a baseball it's, stadium?
1: It's historic,
0: Bill Field. Historic. Sorry, because it's because it's old. <laughs> it, doesn't,
1: it doesn't, No, it's really, it's really. Um, you know, my wife and I, we moved up here. Uh, I'm in I'm in Gearing, Nebraska, right now with the with the Western Best Pioneers. Um, we're based out of here. Um, when we came up here, obviously we we toured this part of the country a lot because we have a team in Hastings. My wife and I would go, go see them. We would go through uh, North Platte on our way to other places. And, and it always, you know, it always struck me as like, this would be a great place to play ball. Now the playing surface itself is, is kind of um, uh, I guess, famous or, or for being one of the best playing surfaces in the state. Uh, the ball, the ballpark it's, it's, it's really, it's a great place to watch a ball game. It's, it's old and it's, and it's needs a coat of paint, you know? Um, But uh, in working with the city over the last couple of months, you know, they've agreed to put a little bit of money into it. They there's, there's some things that need done, but, but really it's, it's pretty much turnkey. Uh, It's in the middle of a, of a nice park, Cody park, plenty of parking, but for the business end of things, it's got everything we need. It's got a great concession stand, a great press box, plenty of seating, um, parking, it's got, uh, you know, uh, the 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 playing surface is great. It's got a locker room for the guys, um, you know. Every like every time my wife and I would go through there, it, it was it was struck us as, as a really good place to put a put a team. So when we got the chance to do that, just jumped right in.
0: Yeah. Now, any small renovations have to take place there for the upcoming year, or you? Yeah, I think the main and thing,
1: and, and the city, the city, and us and Legion have talked about it. Uh, the bathrooms are pretty small for what, uh, for what we're going to be doing. For a Legion game, it's okay. Uh, they're going to renovate the bathrooms, do some uh, a little bit of renovation in the locker rooms. Um, I originally thought when I first saw the place, if anybody's ever seen it or, or Googled it or Google Earth it, it's got a, um, a wooden outfield fence. It's like wood plank outfield fence. And that's kind of old school. And they actually paint the advertising signs onto the fence. They don't put up vinyl. They don't screw it. They just, they have a guy that goes out there and he gets a projector and he paints. And I thought, wow, that's kind of, you know, maybe we can replace that fence and do something more modern, but that's kind of one of those, you know, you go into a town, everybody's got their thing, you know, and it's like, no, no, that's our thing, you know? And okay, great. Well, then it's, it's safe. It's, oh yeah, it's, it's (laughs) safe. It's functional. It's one of those, one of those things that, oh, it's always been like that. We want to keep that. It's the rustic aspect of it. Um, we'll probably, uh, put in some money to, uh, in concessions equipment, uh, again for it, the, the concession stand itself is great, but, um, for the level of stuff that we're going to do compared to Legion, we're going to need more, you know, um, uh, we're going to need more of, uh, grills. We bought a grill trailer already, um, you know, portable things like nacho stands and ice cream coolers and things like that. So, uh, we'll put some money into that. And I, I think we're going to, I'm going to actually, we're going to North Platte tomorrow. I'm going to do a walkthrough. Um, I want to look at the PA system. Uh, they've told me a couple of things about it. If we need to upgrade that, we will. There's some, uh, there's some press box electronics. I think we're going to have to put some money into there.
0: Yeah, definitely. A uh, buddy of mine We're in Burlington, North Carolina and, He's a former DJ sound system guy. And that's the first thing yeah. he said. It was the sound system, and he actually bumped into their GM at, at a golf outing and told him, said, hey, I love the ballpark, but the sound system has to be updated." <laughs> yep. And he's like, "You know yep. what? You're, you're not the first person to say that. We'll take that <laughs> into consideration." So, yeah, but it's an but
1: it's an important part of the show. Yeah,
0: it is. You no, know, we we
1: on our end of things. I mean, we our job is to put on a show, and if people can't hear it or it's or it's scratchy or it doesn't have the depth. It's, it's just not as it's not what you want to do. And and it's not, you know, a, it's not a giant ton of money to do that. Yeah. You know, okay. we in, uh, in in Casper, we replaced the um, we replaced some speakers and the, uh, the the field mic, the wireless, the wireless mics wasn't that bad. And it really made a difference. So I think um, as we kind of crack this thing open, we'll look at
0: that. Yeah, it's very easy for me to have a podcast and say, yeah, fix your
1: uh, concession <laughs> yeah.
0: stands fix your sound system and the owner's like okay you know how much that costs so yeah it's, uh, go sell me go sell me uh go sell me some season tickets so i can do that yeah sell oh, yeah. me some season tickets hey i i've done in a previous life i've done that sell season tickets yep. to i think yep. it was a soccer team in cincinnati now now oh, they have boy. a soccer team in the mls that's getting about twenty six thousand right. people i was a little bit too early for that yep. uh, yeah so uh ticket sales uh, all that good stuff how are the people uh Responded to the new ball club.
1: Actually, really good. Considering we've only been open for a month, and then part of that was the holidays. Um, we've got a full time person on the ground over there, Christina Willard, and she's doing great. But uh, really getting really getting a lot of interest. I, when my wife and I agreed to do this for the ownership group, we really really kind of saw the same thing that we have here in Gearing. You know, um, it's it's a little town in the middle of nowhere, and there's not a lot else to do in the summer. So you capitalize on that. So now we've got this thing, and in North Platte, they've they've uh, really been working hard to to bring in more business. They've got a they've got a meat processing plant that's coming in. There's a casino racetrack that that is in the process of getting voted in over the next year or so. So their their business mindset is that they're trying to upgrade their quality of life. So this kind of fits right into that. So they've been really supportive, as has the Legion. The Legion program has been really supportive, so they've opened a lot of doors for us in a hurry. Uh, we've already got uh, a good um, for for the amount of time we've been open, a good number of sponsors. We've already got, I think, we've got up to about thirty-five season tickets sold, which in this business, you know, for being open for a couple of weeks, is not bad. Um, I, I feel really good about it. You, you know, when you do this for a living, you're you're always behind. You're always. I wish I wish it was three months ago. I wish it was four months ago. We we get going. But for the time we're in right now with our little shortened time frame, feel really good about it.
0: Yeah, because, I mean, how much – you said you wish you had three more months. How much time would you really want before launching a brand-new team?
1: Normally, it's been my experience. You need almost a full year. Okay. If you're yeah. going to play in May, you, know, you want to probably open for business by September 1st of the year before. Because a lot of the, a lot of the bigger companies and, and sponsors and people that you deal with, they set their budgets in the fall and you know you're you're getting in a little too late on some of these we haven't had that happen yet in north flat but but you want to have that time frame to make sure there's so many little things that people never see uh, you know and and you're in the business you know how it is when when you open the gates it's all just there and people have no idea how much was involved in getting all that there so you want to you want to have that run up time and and a big part of it is establishing yourself in a community in a small town especially, you've got to be everywhere all the time. And if you jump in there in the spring and try to make it happen, people just don't know who you are yet. So you want to have that time frame to go to the chamber meetings and, and go to the high school basketball games and set up a table and talk to people and, and all the little things that you do. Ideally, yeah, you want to have that run-up time of almost a year.
0: Yeah, I can tell you this. When I, when I worked in Cincinnati, I showed up there in February. I think our season started in April. Oh, goodness. And ownership gave me a, a phone book, said, OK, <laughs> call up a bunch of people. old school, old school. You and, take page three. Yeah. I'll
1: take page five. Yeah. And,
0: and I'm looking at him. I go, you guys have been around for about six years, seven years. What Where are the sponsors from the previous year? So, yeah, uh, that 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 was probably the biggest red flag. I saw it. I should have. just. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I, I have. I have been in this situation. Yeah. I <laughs> uh, many, Got many years Dutch. ago. Many years ago, I took a job as a GM in the Atlantic League in Newark, Newark oh. New Jersey. And the owner was smart because I was in Arizona at the time. He flew me into Newark on a late flight, dark out. We went over, toured the ballpark, beautiful ballpark. I it think it's, I think it's gone now, but no, good AAA here. level ballpark. Great view of, of the Manhattan skyline. Walked through the ballpark in the middle of the night, you know, had flashlights and lights and stuff like that. I said, this is great. First thing in the morning, he flew me back home, so he didn't give me a chance to look at Newark, New Jersey. So, <laughs> so I drove all the drove all the way to uh, Newark, and by the time I got there, I'm there 15 minutes, and I'm like, "Oh, this is a major mistake." Yeah, I, but it was I, the same thing. It's like they had nothing
0: in place, and they've been no. around
1: for a while. They're reinventing everything.
0: Yeah, I grew up in New Jersey, and uh, uh, Newark still has that stigma. You well, know. no one's no one's coming to Newark at night to see a ball game. Uh, and I think they found that out th- that, yeah, that's the key. You have options. You can go to see the New Jersey Jackals or the Somerset Patriots. Yep. And, and not have to go into downtown Newark. Right. Not have to go to the downtown. I, yeah, I love the ballpark. It was nestled in uh, the city landscape. Yep. It was beautifully done, but it, they weren't upkeeping it after a while. So it's uh, just fell apart. And it's a shame because that was supposed to be part of a re- revitalization. Right. Of a once proud city. And, you know, they, the city has been able to do some nice things recently, but yeah, that ballpark was a big disappointment along with uh, Camden, another yeah. New Jersey ballpark. They knocked down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're knocking them down there. So, so but, yeah, uh, you
1: get any situations where you're there and, and, and you're uh, you know, you just, you, you're, you you know, you've made a mistake or, or you yeah. picked the wrong market I, or, or just, whatever it
0: ends up being. I, I'm just thinking that ballpark in the middle of the night with flashlights. I mean, that that was fun. Oh yeah. my goodness. How long were you yeah. there for? I was there for probably, um,
1: 11, 12 hours, but <laughs> Oh, and that, oh. but I, I, I went there Well, they hired me in, um, Oh gosh, they hired me. I want to say in November of 03. Okay. And I left mm. right before the season of no far. My mom was sick back in Arizona. Yeah. And I told, I told the owner a Steve Califer, who I think has passed away a couple of years ago. Um, I told him, Hey, my mom's sick. Um, if she takes a turn, I got to go. It's yeah. My mom, definitely. you know, and he completely understood my mom took a turn and I had to go. So um, yeah, short time there. And it was, it was a fight, you know, it was, it was, it was, they, yeah, same thing. They just didn't, they had been around for a while and they just didn't have much in place. And it's, you know, I can, I can see why it's a struggle to, to try and get that going. Yeah, no, definitely. But
0: not the case here in North Platte. Where uh, it's been great. Uh, it's, yeah. yeah, it's been great. Definitely not Newark, New Jersey. So uh, yeah, that's for sure. Or but yeah. Uh, so next part. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. Starting a year, getting your name out. Uh, I don't think some owners realize that is what you have to do. Their attitude is, open the gates. Yep. Set up a website or phone number, and people yep. will flock. That's yeah. You oh, you had
1: but you have this mindset that this is a great thing. Why don't you see that? Well, they don't know if you don't tell them. So it's true. And and yeah, there's a lot of yeah.
0: there's a lot of people that you know, when, you know would tell me when I worked for some teams. Oh, I didn't know that team was still in existence. Yep. Oh, I didn't know that team yep. was playing. You guys are still playing. Yeah, we we never took a hiatus. We're we're yeah. still here. Yep. So we're doing something wrong if we're not letting people know. Uh, but want to talk about this logo that you release. It feels like the last two weeks. Uh, a buddy of mine, Ed Rivera. We also talk about logos on this uh, podcast yeah a lot to talk about you guys have given us a lot to talk about appreciate it keep it coming i'm waiting for oh next i got to... i got
1: i got stories all day man we got we can go all day if you want yeah so I'm we can go this... till the we can go till the football game starts and then we don't have to cut up?
0: oh yeah absolutely right yeah let me know <laughs> no let worries. me know if we run a little bit too long i don't no, think no we're, fine. we're fine we're <laughs> fine all right so paul caputo uh Paul Caputo, let me get that name yep. right. Talked of to him sport- the other day. Yes, yeah, sportslogos.net in the podcast, Baseball by Design, a great podcast. Take a listen to it. I do. Uh, Quote it, your logo, as a no-nonsense cowboy character. Particularly you- that's it. Do you agree well, with that? Well, the thing is, yeah, I do, I do. And, and and as I told Paul, you know, you
1: you look at these things when you when you start a team, you know, one of the first things you try to think of, what's the name of the team going to be? And, and you look at where you are. You know, North Platte, Nebraska is not a, a kind of town that's going to respond to some goofy name or some, you know, some goofy logo of a, of a you know, whatever, a, a flying rat or whatever you put out there. It just, it, it's, you know, uh, the, the cliche is it's a hardworking Midwest blue collar town and it is. And the same thing here in Gearing, you know, um, it's, it's a small town. If you put out some people are it, people, and I know people do that to get attention. It's not like they, the uh, the Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp. It's not like they named it after the mayor or anything. Mm-hmm. It's, it's to get attention. But but the oh, way you know the where we are in in the in the middle of Nebraska, it's it's just not that kind of, of mindset, and and so we thought you know there, I believe if if I remember right, there was an old uh, minor league town, ta- minor league team in the fifties called the Plainsmen. And, and kind of uh, the way this thing came about, the, the major owner of this thing, he wanted to pick the name. He's putting the money in. Hey, here's the name. So we gave him three, four options. Plainsman was one. And we, and we were talking about it, same thing. It's like, you know, we're not we're not going to be the the, the bug eyed, you know, bug eyed squirrel rats or whatever you want to call it. Um, we need something good and solid. And so he said, let's do that. And so if you know uh, much about North Platte, a lot of their uh, a lot of their tourism, I guess, uh, identity is tied to Buffalo Bill. Uh, nice. He was there for a long time. I believe he had a uh, was well, a museum there. We play in Cody Park. Uh, a lot of it's tied to that. So we didn't want to like like have a picture of Buffalo Bill, but we wanted to have something along that line. And so we put it out to our, our logo designer, came up with a couple ideas and we threw it back and forth. And so the, the colors of the team, the, uh, the forest green, black and silver, this was a, a compromise with my wife because oh, really? it's like, well, we run two of these things. We run the, the, the Western Basca Pioneers and the Casper Horseheads. And, and both of those are, you know, not, not that they're coasting or on cruise control, but they don't need as much maintenance because they've been around for five years. So when we got involved with this thing, I kind of had to do a little convincing you know, of her. And she was all in on North Platte because we have been there so many times. It's like, yeah, this is great. It's two hours away from where we're at now. It's not a lot of uh, physical strength, but it's going to be a lot of work. And I said, OK, well, how about this? Because she's always been on me. We started a team in Medford, uh, Oregon, the Medford Rogues, and those were the team colors, the forest green, silver and black. And she loves those colors. And so when we started the Pioneers and, and the Horseheads, we didn't pick those colors. And she's always been on me. She's been on me for five years about I want to have a team. If we're going to do another team, I want those colors. So we we all you know we all got on a conference call and I said hey and and so um, it all kind of worked out. So she picked the colors. Um, our major owner picked the name. And and again, this isn't anything uh, that, you know. They're good logos and they're great. They're well, very well done. Uh, but it isn't anything where we decided to you know make make a big splash and and call ourselves something that. You know, in three years, we're going to have to change it to something else.
0: Yeah, depending on, you know, trends of minor league baseball. I'm still waiting for the trend one day to go back to some generic older names. I see it coming one day. I just for a long
1: time, everybody had to have teal
0: in their colors. Everybody had teal, which is making a little bit of of a comeback now. I'm I'm noticing that. I'm like, oh, here comes teal. And, you know, I'm waiting for the jumbo shrimp, maybe 10, 15 (laughs) years from now to go back to the sun. The yeah, and uh, they
1: probably will, yeah. When they've
0: sold enough jumbo shrimp merchandise, they probably will. It could happen, yeah. The bet that's funny how you mentioned the Medford Rogues. I talked to uh, I think it was David May, their GM. Dave May, yep, yeah, had I, know muscle, they, I know they very well. We'll had a conversation with him, and you know, he was talking about what to call the club and yep. and things like that. So, everything but,
1: out there is rogue, Rogue Valley, Rogue, yeah. uh, ro- everything is rogue. So, rogue why, why not, yeah, yep. no, that's definitely. what we did. My wife and I founded that club back in uh, 2012. Okay. Yep. As
0: employees. Uh, now we're owners.
1: So it's all our fault.
0: Now you're owners. So, yeah. Well, I, I, can't, blame, I can't blame the owner now. Yeah. 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 Well, tell the misses I love the colors Forest, uh, green, yep. black, yep. and silver. Those are came those out are, really well. Those are great colors. And the logo was designed by Lincoln, Nebraska based designer Adam Kovar. Yes. Nice. So yep. he did a nice job. Yep. What were some of the other names you gave the owner to choose? Or was it always Plainsman?
1: Uh gosh, I'm trying to remember. It's only been two months now. Yeah. We thought about, oh gosh. Oh, we thought oh well we thought, I know one of them was was Buffalo's. And that I think would have worked out because there's no buffaloes there. But yeah. it was the Buffalo Bill thing. Uh it wasn't Cowboys. Um, I don't remember. It's yeah. been a while. Yeah,
0: well that's that's fine. I'm, I think I'm quite- old,
1: I'm old, so as things get done, thing other things leave my mind. Yeah, uh, here you I, are- I got so much space up there
0: left. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm with you there. I'm with you there. I was talking to somebody about uh, a finalist for the uh, Battle Creek, Michigan team, and yep. I'm trying to think of the other names they had. I'm like, I can't even think of them right now. Uh, yeah, Balloon, An- yeah. Balloon Animals was one of them. I'm like, what? that's Balloon Animals. <laughs> yeah, not- see, why not? Yeah. And in the
1: three years, you got to change it because people just, okay, yeah. I got my balloon animals t-shirt now. Yeah.
0: yeah. Well then that's, you come up with throwbacks. What ifs uh, Hispanic heritage oh. hats, you know? Oh yeah. Way, oh yeah. We do any, all that. Yep. Any way to keep you going. So promotions this year at the ballpark. Yep. Anything planned lined up that you're excited about or still yeah, a couple,
1: couple things. Um, like I know uh, our plan is to do fireworks every Friday um, we have the U.S. military all stars coming in. Um, the uh, they've, uh, they've they we were going to bring them into, into Nebraska in the gearing here in 2020, uh, but COVID hit and they had to uh, they had to disband for a little bit. So they're back together. Um, we're going to play an exhibition game against the U.S. military all stars. Um, a lot of it's going to be because we have such a shortened time frame. Basic stuff, uh, giving away t-shirts on opening night. Uh, again, fireworks nights. Uh, we're gonna do your basic, you know, thirsty thirsty Thursdays, um, family picnics on uh, family picnic nights on Saturdays, where you, it's just the only thing you can do is an all-you-can-eat ticket. Uh, the in-game stuff is really more important to us than the than the outer out, than the the one-offs. You know, mm-hmm. it's more important for us to put on a show every day and have our have our sponsors be represented. You know, throwing throwing toilet paper in the stands and and giving away T-shirts and and, and the things that we do, um, putting putting kids on the field to have fun, that part of it to me is more important than um, you know one night one night a year we're going to give away a hat or something like that.
0: Yeah, r- running the bases for the kids, it's always uh, a, a yeah. The treat.
1: little things that keep kids yeah. coming back. You know, and, if and the easy kids to coming, do.
0: the moms coming. Yeah. But throwing toilet paper, I. That's that's you bet.
1: You know, very- I, I saw this a couple of years ago. I want to say it was our first year in the expedition league in pier. Um, I was there to, I, I think I was taking our players to went to pier, taking our players from there to the all-star game in Hastings. Yeah. Yes yeah, was. And I'm watching the game and in the middle of an inning, two interns run down to the front with boxes of toilet paper and they just start throwing them in the stands and people were going crazy. And there's people walking out with five, six things of toilet paper. I think yes. that's hilarious. So I went to our, I went to the to the company that supplies our material like that, our, our toilet paper and paper towels and cleaning supplies. And I said, hey, can you throw us a couple of boxes of toilet paper? And I said, sure. So, so we do it, and we do it here in Gearing and we do it in uh, Casper, and people go crazy. So <laughs> why not? If it works,
0: it works. And I bet it's not that hard to stage.
1: Correct. Couple interns, couple of couple of boxes of toilet paper. The ballparks aren't that big, so you just have them run out, plop the thing down, and there you go. My wife loves
0: doing that; she's a big right. uh, toilet paper thrower. You know what sounds sounds like an exciting season you got planned up there, and uh... oh, yeah,
1: and it's just getting formed up. You know, like I say, we're just uh, as we talk to people, a lot of the ideas that we come up with come from our sponsors, mm-hmm. and we really, and then also one thing I'm really big on is having our interns take charge of this stuff, you know, as we we're, we're just now getting our first set of interns and I put a lot of this stuff out to them. You know, I've never been a, a micromanager. I've never been a, you have to stand right here and do this and do this. Um, I, I like to have them do it because then they take ownership of it. They're a little more proud and a little more bought in a little more energetic about it. So um, as we kind of form this thing up, you know, we, we, we have a bank sponsor in North Platte. So I go to my interns and I say, okay, I need, I need three things that we can do on the field that somehow tie into a bank. What do you want to do? What do you guys want to do? And then we do them and we rotate them around. We always have a plan A, plan B, plan C. So it's not the exact same contest every day, but I put it out to the interns and then we talk to the bank. Hey, what do you think about this? So that's the fun part of it is designing all this stuff. And then people will show up on May 24th and all of a sudden we're throwing toilet paper at them and and we're, you know, whatever we're doing. Um, so, yeah, a lot of the a lot of the stuff, it's not just me sitting here thinking I don't have time for that. So putting it out to people and getting their ideas and and a lot of the stuff that I that I find now um, because I'm getting a little older and I'm, I've, I've been doing this for 30 years and and things that people do now that I see it, but I don't really know how to do it efficiently. You know, my daughter who runs our Casper team, she's a whiz with uh, with social media and design and all that. Whereas it takes me two hours to do something. She can do it in 10 minutes. So um, I I, I kind of look to our, our younger folks to come up with stuff like that, too. Um, I know we have a TikTok account. I don't know what to do with it. So, <laughs> you yeah. too. So, I, yeah. I have so one, too.
0: I have no yeah. it's Between Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Yeah. And I got to do TikTok, too? And I got to do it for <laughs> three teams. So so I just let other people do it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, that's, yeah, just get an intern. I would be happy to get an intern to promote my stuff. There you go. If they're looking for college credits, that doesn't, that sounds crazy. I tell my wife that, but yeah, if it gets them some credits, why not?
1: And get something on their resume. I tell these, I tell these guys when we interview our interns, I always tell them, I'm going to, my, my job is to make sure you get as much on your resume as you can when you get out of here. Because you're not going to be in North Platte, Nebraska, the rest of your life. You're going to be there for three months. Let's get you everything we can. What do you need to have on your resume when you leave? Let's make sure we do that for you.
0: Yeah, Chuck, I'm glad you brought that up because I am living proof (coughs) of. (laughs) uh, I was a sports management major in college. I didn't have a lot on my resume by the time I graduated.
1: Yeah, and you shouldn't. Yeah, what do you? Yeah,
0: and you shouldn't. But. You know, if I had intern a couple summers for some of the minor league baseball teams near me, like the Newark Bears or the Somerset Patriots, yep. perhaps I, I would have. You know, perhaps it would have yeah. been would have looked a lot nicer. So, uh, yeah, let you know. And you're right; you're training the interns to move someplace else right. one day. You know, work for a major league AAA baseball team.
1: Everybody wants to. Yep. It's yep. A very competitive
0: very competitive yeah.
1: industry as, it uh, really is it really is and if you can get something on your resume to move your resume up the
0: pile definitely
1: you know especially especially sales I tell them you know not in sales oh yes is it is a tough go but I'll, I'll, I'll give you an example our, our second year in Klamath Falls Oregon beautiful Klamath oh, yeah. Falls the gems. oh the gems my wife and I started the gems as a nice. boy, before before yeah before we moved the, to Medford the great West. right, right? Yeah, they uh, so good old historic uh, Kaiser Field, um, or Kiger, Kiger Stadium that, Kyger, Stadium. That Tiger Stadium, Tiger Stadium. The guy that ran Kyger Stadium used to go tell people, if we get one broken wire, the whole thing's going to burn down. Mm-hmm. And I thought, I thought probably he shouldn't be telling people that. So, but but so so our second year there, we my wife and I do this program called uh, Fill the Park. You go to a small business, they buy a hundred tickets for a night. And we tell people to go to their business and get free tickets for that night. So for us, the tickets are paid. It's a group sale. Yes. But you know, uh, Bob's flower shop is buying your family a night out at the ballpark generates foot traffic for a small business, which is what everybody wants. So it's a little, a small package. If you don't have a lot of money, you do that. So we picked a night. I think it was our last Friday night in Klamath Falls. And at the beginning of the season, we told the interns, this night we're going to break the league record for attendance because we're, you guys are going to go out and sell these packages. And they did. We had a 2,300 seat ballpark and we sold 4,600 tickets and we had 3,800 actual. And it was, and it was amazing. It was like, you couldn't even do anything.
0: Yeah. You know, was, I mean, old ballpark, I mean once, you can't move around. that,
1: yeah, once you're, once there's that many people in the ballpark, you can't even move around. It's like, okay, we're here. We're playing a game. But all these, all these interns now have it on their resume. I was part of the team that set the West coast league individual uh, or single game uh, ticket sales record. All those guys have it on their resume now. So that moves you up the pile, you know, getting long story to get to the point is that you want these, these interns that come in that are looking to do this to have something like that on their resume when they leave moves you up the pile as you're going through your
0: career. Yeah, no, no. Yeah. And it's, Information that they can share one day to maybe a group of interns that they're yeah. running. Yeah. yes, yeah. yeah. It's the truth. It's the truth. I would love to talk to interns. Uh, definitely one thing I would uh, just like to give them some advice and things, yep. you know, and when you work for a summer collegiate minor league independent team, you're wearing so many different hats, exactly
1: but it's a it. lot of
0: fun. You're young and you really are taking in a lot of information that you're going to use yep. one day. Yeah, I so. tell them all the
1: time. I said, this is where you're going to find out if you really want to do this.
0: Yeah. And you yes. might find something you
1: might come in as a uh, uh, you might come in as a social media major, but you really find that you like something else, you know, and, and, and kind of, you know, when I when I when I first started in this thing many, many years ago, I wanted to do play by play. Well, everybody wants to do play by play. That's the fun part. Well, I really found in my first full time job in Bellingham, Washington, I, I had a lot of the operational stuff put on me, uh, the concessions, ticketing, merchandise making sure the crew clean the ballpark. Uh, we we're a very small staff. There was only three of us really doing it. And I really found that I liked that. I like all the, the backside stuff that nobody ever sees. You know, making sure the beer's cold and the hot dogs are hot and the, the bathrooms are clean. And, and when you get there, your seat's clean and, 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 you know, the trash cans are emptied or whatever it is. I like that. I keep going back to, you know, you open the gates up and everything's just there. And the people that come in, it's like, oh, look at this. This is fantastic. OK, now I'm going to watch a game. But, you know, you did that. Yes. And so that's that's where you get you're never going to get rich doing this. So that's where you get back. I really found that I liked that. You know, I've been I've been kind of aiming myself towards, um, you know, doing doing play by play and some writing and some PR stuff. But I really found that I liked all the little pieces that you have to put together. And, and I still
0: do. It's it's just a blast. Yeah, that's, that's like me. PR, I wanted to be a PR guy. And then I found out you're the first person in, last person out. I'd rather yep. do the promotions. I'd rather market the club. I'd rather, you know, uh, handle the mascot appearances. Yep. Yeah, it's yeah. Yeah, You're absolutely right. You find out what you like. And, and if you can yep. sell tickets and yep. sponsorships, then you got well, it. Not man. every, not everybody
1: that comes out of a sports management program goes right to the major leagues. No, they kind of. I, they, they kind of give you the impression that you're going to, but there's not that many jobs out there. You know, sports management hasn't been a major for that long. When it first started, there was only a couple of schools that did it. Now everybody does it. So you're getting, you know, 200,000 sports management majors every year that graduate. It's not that many jobs
0: out there. No. And sometimes, yes, I'm sorry. Sometimes you don't even need a sports manager major to to get a gig. You just have to have the experience. Yeah, you well,
1: I get I get a lot of people, a lot of people uh, applying for internships that are not. Um, it's funny I get a lot of I get a lot. Of, we have baseball operations interns, and I get a lot of analytics guys. Mm-hmm. And it's like this isn't this isn't analytics. This is this is washing uniforms and making sure the bus is there on time and and keeping up the roster and 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 you you're, you're going to be the official score and you're going to run the scoreboard. This is you're not analyzing uh, you know exit velocities or anything like that. At this level.
0: Yeah, but the goal is the one day to do that. So yes, yes. Get, get something on your resume. Yep. Yep. Yes. All right. Chuck, definitely appreciate you coming on the show today. Absolutely. A lot better. Yeah. I mean, we've talked about a whole bunch of things. I, I love those type <laughs> of podcasts. So uh, where can people find you on uh, social media internet? Um
1: I would go to uh, well let's see you could go to CasperHorseheads.com. Western Nebraska pioneers.com or North Platte And all the, all the links are there for all of our social media. And, and uh, you know, like I say we all, we all get started in this league on May 24th. It sounds like it's a long way away, but it's not uh, the countdowns right there on all of them. Uh, we're all working hard. Uh, all of us in the independence league are working hard to make this thing go. And, and uh, you know, anybody that wants to follow us, of course, we're, we're appreciative of that and we'll try to entertain them.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, Chuck, thank you for coming on the show.
1: Mark, I appreciate the time. I could obviously I could talk about this all day. I love doing what we do.
0: OK, well, if, ever, if you ever want to come back on, maybe after the season. We can yeah, talk that'd be about great. How, how things and, went.
1: Um, I'll be 20 pounds lighter and, and much more <laughs> tired. And yeah.
0: I, I hope I'm 20 pounds lighter by the end of the baseball <laughs> season. Believe you me. It's, <laughs> there you uh, go. I got to hit the gym pretty soon. Walk around some ballparks. That'll do it for you. Oh, yeah. Well, right now it's about. 10 10 degrees outside in indiana yeah. so may, maybe wait till it warms up there
1: you go there you go
0: all right thank you
1: all right mark thanks a lot
0: take care all right that was chuck heeman of uh western nebraska pioneers the casper horseheads and now the north plate plainsman so he's uh he's, he's busy with his baseball teams in the independence league and we wish him the best that was a great conversation. Probably one of my longer conversations that I had, and I could have went on much longer with him, but we got things to do today in our neck of the woods. So I appreciate you guys listening to the podcast. I want to thank you for checking it out every week. Uh, Do this as a labor of love. Uh, Chuck told me you do not go into working for baseball team for money. You go in it for the love. That can be the same for doing a podcast. You do it for the love. Perhaps one day some of us will make money and get rich off of this and quit our day jobs. But until that day comes, thank you for listening. So you can check me out at Ballpark Hunter on all social media platforms, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, and on my own YouTube page where I have reviews of different ballparks and arenas Check out my latest uh, reviews of the KFC Yum Center in Louisville, Freedom Hall in Louisville as well, and SeatGeek Stadium outside Chicago in Bridgeview, Illinois. They're home to a Division Three II, soccer team, the Chicago House. But until then, take care. Have a great day. We'll see you next time.